Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie. I am your host, and this is the fourth and final Instapaper Clear Out podcast special series thing, and I'm really looking forward to it. I'm recording this on Tuesday night. Um, The show should go up on Wednesday night, so if anything happens on Wednesday or Thursday, uh, I'll cover that on Friday, and then we'll go back to our regular weekly show. So, actually, this has been a lot of fun for me. I hope it's been fun for you. It's been a lot of work. Uh, For a 20-minute show, I spend two to three hours, sometimes even a little bit more than that, preparing. So, um, every day today was kind of like doing homework. And it was actually, I I enjoyed it. It felt like it was keeping me sharp versus doing it once a week. You know, you're kind of going back and you're like, man, did did I talk about this before? Have I... I don't know, it seemed like it gave me a little bit more uh, freedom to do research um, versus trying to get, you know, a show out. I I know that I've got multiple shows that I can do, so I can do a deeper dive into one or more topics, and I'm hoping to do that uh, now on the weekly show, because it was fun. I had fun. Anyway, let's start this off with uh, Tesla-Rati, Taylor Marks. SpaceX is going to launch yet another rocket on July 2nd. That'll be... Three and nine days. And do you know what that means? I know what it means. It means... So, yeah. I know that was really lame. I thought it was funny, though. Anyway, moving on. Oh, there's so many ludicrous songs on YouTube. Uh, Moving on. Um, Inside EV's Stephen Loveday... Uh, reports that J.D. Straubel, and we talked about he was at the Midwest Renewable Energy Association 28th Annual Energy Fair. It sounds like a blast. Um, he said, for things like a super, for excuse me, he says, for things like supercharger, we're actively talking to other car ma- makers, and we're trying to figure out a structure to work with them. Uh, superchargers are already congested. The Model 3 is coming out, the Model S, Model X. They're not building them fast enough. So there's that. There's there's like, well, why are you introducing this to more manufacturers when there's already not enough room at the more popular superchargers? And Tesla is working hard at, at trying to expand that charging infra- infrastructure. But I don't think this is going to be a problem in the short term because the cars are going to have to be built. They're probably not likely not going to be backwards compatible. So anything that's 
available on the road today probably won't work with a Tesla charger. I could be wrong, but they probably won't. A supercharger anyway. Um, and then, so the, I don't think that's going to cause any problems. And then as these car manufacturers come on board and sign deals with Tesla, uh, I would assume that the, some of these manufacturers will help share the cost of deploying the superchargers around the world, which should increase the infrastructure and, and make it so that it's actually um, possible to charge your Tesla next to the Chevy Bolt because uh, everybody's kind of putting in and building this nice infrastructure, charging infrastructure. And the owners, like if you're a Chevy Bolt owner and you pulled up to the supercharger, you have to pay for use versus you get some credits with Tesla and then if you're a current Model S or Model X owner, you get free until the end of the year. I mean, you currently get free. You get free lifetime supercharging, and but if you buy a new car, you get free until the end of the year if you buy the new car. But just, it's still lifetime. Man, I'm an idiot. Inside EV's Eric Loveday, this is more JB, uh, he had some things to say about the Tesla Semi. I am, and I think I've talked about this, um, and you guys probably know, I am so excited about the Tesla Semi. I think this is very exciting, very intriguing. Um, as many of you know, and I always say this, but I drive a fire truck. It's about 40 some foot long. It, you know, weighs a lot. It has a ladder on it. It's really slow. It'd be nice to have more torque. It would be awesome if we could take, it doesn't have a pump or anything. It's just a straight ladder, but it would be nice if we could have a little bit of extra torque and, and like on something like a Tesla semi, um, to be honest, you know, once you kind of set a ladder up, it's not really, other than the lights, it's not really operating. Uh, you don't move a ladder around a whole lot. You set it up and it's pretty much stationary. Um, it moves to the left and right and up and down, but the, the truck itself doesn't move. So it's so, it's a very exciting to, for, to know that soon there might be fire trucks that, um, are mainly electric. They might have some like diesel generators to run a pump or something, but for the most part, it's electric. Uh, and again, our truck is so slow. My old captain, who I love and still works uh, for the department, they moved him to a different shift. He wanted to paint on the ladder, on the bucket where we stand. Uh, he wanted to paint a turtle dragging an anchor because it's that slow. Uh, nobody likes getting behind us. It, it barely goes 60 miles an hour. So an electric engine, or electric motor, excuse me, would be awesome. Um... Yeah, and we're currently in the uh, process of buying a new LT, which is kind of like a ladder without the actual ladder part on it that's much cheaper to drive around. And that would also be really good if it was electric. Take a little drink of coffee there. Anyway, so I'm super excited about this. But this is what JB had to say. It says, it may not be intuitive to everyone, but the same technology that's in a Model S can be scaled up. Scaled up. In fact, if you just kind of double it and then double it again, you can scale it to vehicles that are much bigger. Don't know what that means exactly. We do know that the Model S, and Elon has said this, is made up of, of a bunch of Model 3 parts, like uh, the motors and things like that. So I'm guessing like the fancy interior would be the... the would be the Model S part of it? I don't, I don't know. But... Um, 
yeah, that's that's exciting. Let's see. Uh, make sure I don't miss anything on this. Next one, Fred Lambert from Electric. If rumors are to believe, be or if rumors are to be believed, and I believe this rumor, Tesla has signed an agreement with China to build a gigafactory. Uh, what are the sources of these rumors, you ask? Well, it's supposed to be. The sources of the rumor are Chinese and U.S. politicians. So take that um, for whatever it's worth. But Tesla has confirmed nothing. Again, these are all rumors until Tesla said something. But Bloomberg had this to, had this to say. They reported this. The agreement was reached Thursday in Shanghai, said the people who asked not to be identified before the information is made public. A representative for Tesla couldn't immediately comment. A spokesman for the Shanghai government said he's seeking information from uh, the relevant departments. So nobody's talking except for the people that are talking. Um, but it seems that this this is more credible. Uh, last month, Elon met with uh, China's vice premier um, just over a month ago. Uh, Tesla needs three more locations to build gigafactories to produce both batteries and electric cars. So it makes sense since China, China, however Trump says it, uh, has tripled it. Tesla's tripled its sales in China to over a billion dollars in 2016, which is pretty impressive. Um, so it makes sense that a local factory uh, would be put in place to kind of help keep up with the demand. Also, if they had, and the Model 3 is coming, if they had a, a factory, a gigafactory in Tesla, they are in China, Tesla could eliminate a 25% import duty that it currently has to pay. And I'm sure they would like to pay less. And 25% um, of a billion is $250 million over a couple of years. That adds up. Um, additionally, Chinese holding firm Tencent acquired a total five a total of 5% stake in the company earlier this year. And we talked about this a couple of weeks ago on right before the earnings call, I believe. And Elon said in the annual stockholders meeting, right before that, not the earnings call, he said that they don't have voting shares, um, and they're they're not asking to be consulted. They just own five percent. But Tencent owns WeChat um, and JD.com, which I guess is, from what I understand, is like more like a kind of like an Amazon top com type place. Uh, but that might help them better navigate the Chinese market. Tencent. Uh, next up, Teslarati, Mike Dolzer. Chicago Mayor Rahm Emanuel is in talks with or chatting with the Boring Company to build a fast rail between O'Hare Airport and the Chicago Loop Business District. Uh, the deputy mayor, uh, Koch, says it's fascinating, really interesting. Uh, Koch told Koch, Koch, I don't know how he says his last name, so I'm going to say deputy mayor because otherwise I might get in trouble for saying something that sounds dirty. We're going to see if they can make this make it work here. It depends on the cost, but I'm intrigued. But I'm as intrigued as I've been with anything for a while. According to the deputy mayor, the line to O'Hare would offer small-sized passenger cars that would leave as soon as they were filled up and travel in speeds up to 125 miles an hour on the electric sled propulsion technology. Also, as being a Bears fan, uh, I would really like it if they extended this to Soldier Field. I don't know where the business district is as compared to Soldier Field, but just 
just give me a loop. Right to Soldier Field. I I promise it'll it'll pay for itself. Uh, the Hyperloop could be used in the location, and Elon talked about this during his TED talk, uh, because when you're that far underground, uh, you can pull a vacuum, so Hyperloop might be used in the future. Um, and then there's a, this is awesome. I I did not know that this was out there. There is a 200 mile Hyperloop being built in South Korea. The loop, um. You can go as fast as 620 miles per hour in the loop, making the 200-mile journey just 20 minutes. I am 100% in. I, I don't even want to stop. I just want to do the loop, the 20 minutes, I'll, whatever you, whatever it costs. Plus, I'd love to go to South Korea. Uh, next one, Fred Lambert and more rumors. Uh, Tesla is working on a music service. Mm, record, Recode reported today... Uh, on sources in the music industry, and this is what they said. The uh, music industry sources say the car maker has had talks with all of the major labels about licensing a proprietary music service that would come bundled with its cars. To me, that means you don't have to pay for it if you buy a car. But what do I know? Maybe it doesn't mean that. Which already come equipped with a high-tech dashboard and internet connectivity. Tesla didn't deny the news and instead commented, we believe it's important to have an exceptional in-car ex uh, experience so our customers can listen to music they want from whatever source they choose. The Tesla spokesman said our goal is to simply achieve maximum happiness for our customers. Uh, if you want to do that, let me listen to Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, whatever I have. Um, because Elon talked about in the annual uh, shareholders meeting about a curated playlist and he said more on that coming soon. I don't know that anything. I don't want a curated curated playlist. I find that most curated playlists suck. I mean, occasionally, if I want to change things up with Apple Music, I'll throw on uh, a running mix that they've created. But typically, you know, there might be 10 out of 15 or 20 good songs. Um, 10 out of 20 or 10 out of 15, which is still a good number, but it's not it's like the, the ones that I don't like. Those are the ones that are, are the drag. So um, I know it sounds like I'm being picky here, but I don't think curation really works, at least automatic curation. Um, but financially, I don't know if this makes sense. Tesla doesn't have the scale. They don't have the amount of people or customers required to make this um, efficient and, and make money for them. However... Spotify is a company that needs to have scale so that they can make money. Companies like Apple, Amazon, and Google, and Tesla, uh, the music service is just used to basically keep them in their their ecosystem. They don't need to make any money on it. It can be a loss leader. They don't care. Um, so maybe that's what Tesla's trying to do. But it's, it's, it's interesting. I have some other thoughts of what Tesla should do, and I someday I want to write up something and submit it to something like Teslarati or... Um, electric, because uh, I have I have a thought on who Tesla should acquire to make their in-car experience better. But at the moment, um, let's talk about the Koch brothers. Um, take a drink real quick. The Koch brothers, who seem to be just on the outside, on the surface of it, they seem to be just huge douchebags. Um, they're launching a 
misinformation campaign against electric cars. Now, I don't say they're douchebags because um, they don't like electric cars. I say they're douchebags because they put lots of money into misinformation to further their own enrichment. And this drives me bananas. It's what drives me bananas about Donald Trump. And it's what drives me bananas about these guys. I don't mind if you're a Republican. I don't mind if you're a capitalist. I don't mind if you're a socialist. Uh, as long as you are playing by hmm, accepted societal rules that's set for Like, don't be a dork. Don't be a jerk. Don't be a dick. That's that's really what it comes down to. Uh, I don't mind if people are wealthy. I, I wish them luck and I hold no um, ill feelings towards them. But don't be a uh, don't continue to be a douche and try to increase your wealth by providing information that isn't true. Now, if it's true, by all means, I'm on board with you. Um, I'll follow you to the end. But if you're telling half truths uh, to make it seem real, then um, you're a douchebag. So here's what they do. Here's what they got. Um, and it's worth noting that. A lot of their money is tied up into fossil fuels. So, you know, they have, again, a vested interest against electric cars. So there's a video, and I'll put the video in the show notes if you'd like. I don't know. You you can't tell me that you would like. So I'm just going to put the video in the show notes. And it shows um, somebody from Amnesty International talking about how uh, mining these rare earth minerals are so dangerous. And then it's got pictures of kids, I'm going to assume in the, the Republic of Congo, who are child labor, and it's terrible. And that is 100% true. That is all terrible. But how they're representing it isn't true. So um, let's go through this. Uh, they're, they've, they've done this a couple of times. So at first, they talked about how electric vehicles are being sub- subsidized by taxpayers. And when it came down to it, it really wasn't true. You know, Tesla paid back its loans. Some other companies were being subsidized, but it wasn't at a, a huge amount of money. And uh, what came out of it after uh, they did this is that the fossil fuels industry, they're being subsidized for decades at a high rate higher than what EVs or renewable energy was being subsidized. And again, there's nothing wrong with subsidizing an industry and moving it forward. That's what the government should do. Um, Just, you know, don't complain about them subsidizing one area when you're getting subsidized in another. Um, Let's see. Then they went to the argument that electric cars are powered by dirty energy from the grid. And um, if that's true... Part of that energy they produce, the Koch brothers have vested interest in, in producing that energy. Uh, but Tesla and other companies, renewable companies like, um, and there was one I heard the other day that is like you can invest in solar projects and you only need like $1,000. Wonder Capital, I think. Um, I think that's it. But anyway, um, there's lots of, of things moving forward so that you don't have to use dirty energy to um, charge your electric vehicle. Uh, for instance, I could charge it from the solar panels on my house. I could charge it from a, a supercharger that Tesla has 
where they've put up the the battery packs, the power packs, and the 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 solar charger, the solar panels, so that it's clean energy. So that um, argument is going away. And then they had an argument that's been debunked on several occasions. Um, so. More recently, a study by the Union of Concerned Scientists using EPA data showed that the average electric car in the U.S. now gets the equivalent efficiency of a non-existent 73-mile-per-gallon vehicle, gas-powered vehicle. So that's cool. Um, the organization they're using is called Fueling U.S. Forward. And it's officially a nonprofit organization, um, and it is taking it's basically a PR firm for the fossil fuels. I don't. I wish that they couldn't do this, and on every side, even if I agree with the cause, you shouldn't be able to hide hide behind a nonprofit as if to push your agenda. I don't like that at all. It's very distasteful. Um, anyway, but the Koch brothers have. Uh, been a financial backer or linked as a financial backer to the organization. Um, let's see. In the video, they claim that electric vehicles, electric cars are more toxic to humans than the average cars. And this is based on an assertion based that the assertion on a study Arthur D. Little did, which was thoroughly debunked for emission estimates by inflating emission estimates by 40%. Um, by accounting for battery replacement without recycling and adding the need for a replacement gasoline car with the EV. So, um, yeah, so that was a flawed study that they were basing this information off of. Um, they followed with a claim that batteries of electric cars are made of rare earth materials, which is sort of true. Uh, like I said, um, they, they highlight lithium and cobalt. But they're not they're not rare earth metals, so um, probably shouldn't highlight that. And most battery makers they try to avoid avoid using rare earth metals. Some avoid them entirely. Uh, most just try their best. I mean, camp battery batteries, battery chemistry is is complicated, and there's a lot of different ways to make a battery. Some batteries may actually use rare earth metals, but most try to avoid them for whatever reason. Uh, but again, they're focusing on cobalt, which is not a rare earth metal. Um, but it is problematic. We talked about how the Democratic Republic of Congo, which is a beautiful place, but has a lot of problems. And um, I've seen a couple of documentaries about that area, and it's really, really sad what's going on there. Um, but they produce the world's, uh, most of the world's cobalt. But... Um, Companies, battery companies, have, and and companies that use batteries have been following suggested guidelines to supervise their supply chains in order to avoid minerals from the Dominican Dem Democratic Republic of Congo, the DRC. They could have been sourced. That could have been sourced in in human conditions and using child labor, which obviously, I'm I'm very against. So it sounds like most battery companies and battery manufacturers are trying to source um, their materials responsibly. I can't say all. Furthermore, several new projects to mine cobalt and other minerals found in batteries have launched in other parts of the world, including North America, 
in order to offer alternatives to the DRC if conditions don't improve there. Oh, hi, I just got a text. Uh, okay. Uh, lastly, without sourcing their claim, the fueling US forward campaign claims batteries will end up in landfills without recycling. That is absolutely false. Uh, the biggest advantage of EVs over gas-powered cars in the van is that you can recycle the batteries, and then you can put a new battery in, and you still have a car. Um, and it doesn't cost nearly as much, or it shouldn't cost nearly as much as uh, replacing the gasoline engine. You know what? I don't know. That's probably false. Forget that. Forget what I just said there. Holy shit. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to swear. Pardon me don't know why I'm getting all these texts. I'm, I apologize. I don't... Somehow my chat got turned on on my Mac, and I don't like it. Turning this off. And... Okay. Well, hopefully they won't come back up again. I don't know how to turn off chat for that at the moment. Um, let's see here. Oh, for God's sakes. I really despise messages. All right. Um, iCloud Drive, maybe? Oh, come on. I want to go. Oh, <laughs> this is so painful. Jesus. I'm so sorry. I am losing, I want to be removed from their stupid list. I cannot take, I don't. Okay, messages, preferences. Um, play sound effects, take that off. Okay, so sorry. <laughs> so dumb. I'm so sorry. All right. Uh, where were we? <laughs> batteries. Yes, batteries can be recharged. And yes, I am a, a, a dummy and I said that they cost less than an engine and they probably don't. Batteries probably cost more. Moving on. Um, but batteries can be recycled and they can the minerals that they use to make batteries can be removed and put into new batteries um, or other items. And it may not be a car battery. It might be a battery for a toy or whatever. Also, these... Um, companies will there are companies out there that will take apart the the battery pack and they'll take out the good cells and they'll put in make a new battery pack and they'll sell that for various reasons like um turning a like a volkswagen carmagia into an electric vehicle that's pretty popular so that kind of thing <laughs> oh, that was on my ipad you know what I have the iOS 11 beta, and I'm not... Let's see. Can I turn on Do Not Disturb? Let's do that. Okay. Sorry about that. Oh, jeez. As if I wasn't already unprofessional, like all these teens. Uh, let's see. Yes. So, on the batteries. Um, they can be recycled. They can be reused. They can be repurposed. Um, it's a little bit harder... For a fossil fuel, which basically it, it gets, you know, the, it goes from oil and then they convert it into 
some sort of fuel like gasoline or kerosene and then it is burned and then is used then it is gone and that's it so there's the there's the difference um, again the shirt is really loud I don't know why sorry about that it's just just the whole podcast is falling apart right now um, yeah and in, and the article points out it's much easier to mine a used battery pack for minerals than it is to mine remote regions of the world and battery recycling is becoming a big business. We had an article, and I don't remember if we talked about it or if I just um, saw it and tweeted it out, but there was an article about a recycling company in the, in the Silicon Valley area that may or may not have ties to Tesla. They don't know. We don't know. It's just a rumor. But companies like BMW and Renault are using their old EV batteries for stationary energy storage, or to recycle the the, the the minerals to make brand new batteries. And um, in conclusion, don't believe anything these douchebags have to say. Do your research because it's not all true. And that's it. That's the whole show. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks for being patient while I was um, busy doing the nonsense that I had to get done. It was, it's been a very busy June, like so busy I can't even it, it seems like uh, June 1st came and then the next thing you know it's n- now and I can't tell you a whole lot of what happened in the middle if I sat down and thought about it I probably could but it seems just like a really long month in a very busy month so I appreciate your patience with me uh, if you want to hit me up on Twitter it's 918digital my email is Bodie B-O-D-I-E at 918digital.com uh, my phone number is 918-401-0071. If you want to be on the show, leave a message there, and I will post it on the show. Happily post it on the show. Okay. Um, I do another podcast called Snap, where I talk about Nintendo-y stuff. That show um, I haven't done, hopefully tomorrow morning, before I go to work, I'll do uh, an update to that show. Or I might wait till Friday. It's already been two weeks. Um, let's see here. Leave a review where you get your favorite podcast. It really helps with, um, the show, the show's visibility, like on iTunes and stuff. And I really appreciate it. And I would really appreciate it. And the other thing is I do stickers. So if you have an iOS device and you like iMessage stickers, then please check out the show notes and download them. Um, yeah that is it that's the whole show i think so am i missing something nope i will talk to you guys on friday thanks so much for listening i hope you have a fantastic let's see what's going on wednesday thursday i hope you have a fantastic one day take care and be good to each other Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. 
That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.